0: To snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws, caught, Bulls touchdown. Here he goes. It's Hester inside the 30. Hester's gonna take it all the way for a touchdown. He is stumbling.
1: into the end zone his first touchdown of the season
0: you're listening to the pigskin project the world's number one football podcast now with more insights on all things football here are your hosts ben hansen and ryan matthews
2: how's it going guys welcome back to the pigskin project following week one Big week for multiple reasons. Um, Injuries were huge. There were a couple upsets. The Bengals just disappeared for some reason. Um, Tyreek Hill had an amazing game. Tua just started his MVP candidacy. You know that that's it's it's insane. Um, And yeah, I mean Aaron Rodgers went down with an Achilles tear. That was just tough. Um, But not only that, but my my team that I coached coached our old um high school team or played against our old high school team this week and uh got killed so we'll get there but uh anyways just like we always start
1: it ben how are you doing buddy uh good um violently sick this this past week i don't say violently sick but definitely definitely going around had a bug but i'm glad that I am here and good to do the podcast. I'm sorry for any of like our like visual listeners, I guess, uh, because of the glasses. But there's no way I'm putting it in my contacts. Um, but it's good. I mean, football's back. I can never be disappointed about that. That's for sure. Um, how the bigger question was was how how was your weekend, bud?
2: Um, it was a good good weekend. So um for those of you that um okay so i'll just start off with friday right um just because it was it was a bit of a letdown um so unfortunately uh we got brutally just just massacred on friday 48 to nothing um and it was just not a fun game to go to because they dropped like 40 points on us in the first quarter um started to slow them down just a little bit or 30 points in the first quarter or something like that. I don't know. Um, so we started to slow them down just a little bit and everything, but ultimately just wasn't our day by any means. Um, so it wasn't really the prettiest showing, but hey, it happens. Um, yeah. Saturday. What did I do Saturday? Oh, um, I worked on Saturday. Um, Sunday um, football was back. And so that was huge. And um, you know, just chilling it at my parents' place and everything. Um, being able to watch the games and stuff was a lot of fun until the Bears lost. Uh, we'll also get there. Um but yeah, and then Monday was the the main thing. So um my girlfriend came over, bless her heart, and um, you know, gave me some presents and stuff, really cool stuff. By the way, this bracelet I didn't even show you. It tracks a shark, it's really cool. Oh, that's awesome. I've got I've got a hammerhead shark named Poseidon that is in the northeast corner of our country. Um that is like near know, Maine? Yes, yep, just about there. Um but he he was released in Florida in 2022 in June of 2022. Um he swam around that that gulf and then from there um kind of booked his way up north and that's where he's at right now. Um, but he's really cool. It's really cool to be able to do that. Um, and then I also got the jersey that I'm wearing right now, but I will get to that just because it's funny. Um, anyways, let's let's dive right into it. We'll get into the week one review. Um, so the Lions well, beat the Chiefs. Yes, the Lions beat the Chiefs 21-20. The Browns beat the Bengals 24-3. By the way, if you have any comments about any uh, of Yeah, them, I was going to say, I'm, I'm game,
1: just going to – Lots of stuff this week. It's probably not going to be this heavy every week in terms of, like, how much I'm going to step in and say something. It's just this is week one, and everyone likes to overreact week one. So it's fun. Uh, But, no, that browns Bengals game, Joe Burrow just looked like an absolute buns. Like, he looked really, really bad. I have no clue what happened.
2: 14 for 31 for 82 yards is a horrible stat line for the most paid NFL player in history. Um, and Deshaun Watson threw probably the ugliest interception I think I've ever seen. Um, He saw a ghost and just decided to go for it. That was horrible. 16 for 29, 154 yards, a touchdown and an interception for him.
1: I wonder when we're going to have to start having a conversation of will he ever return to being the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson. Last year, fine, you can give him a mulligan, but I think I think now if he continues to be bad, I mean, it was already a bad trade for the Browns, but I think we're going to have to start talking a little bit about how bad that is in a few weeks if he continues to yeah. play this bad.
2: Absolutely. Um, so anyways, yes, uh, it's going to be interesting to see them take on the Steelers. Obviously, we'll get there as well. Um, Ravens killed the Texans 25 to 9. Buccaneers beat the Vikings 20 to 17, and Baker Mayfield didn't actually look all that bad. 21 yeah. for 34, 173 yards and two touchdowns. Not a bad stat line for a guy that had very low expectations coming into the season. And uh, the Vikings, man, they just did not live up to their expectations. I don't know what your thoughts are on the Vikings right now, but I'm sure, you know, it's not I'll, very great.
1: I'll I'll get into it in a little bit.
2: Yeah. Um, Falcons beat the Panthers 24 to 10. Bryce Young. Didn't really look all that spectacular, but he got his first touchdown and they threw it into the stands. So that was cool. Yeah. Um <laughs> I hope he got that ball back. Um commanders beat the Cardinals 20 to 16 in an absolute in a, dumpster like fire a, game.
1: A close one. The Cardinals looked way better than what they probably should have. And the question yeah. there is was that because the Cardinals might be better than what we thought, and we're overlooking them a little bit. Yeah. Or is it because Josh Dobbs, is
2: he a good quarterback?
1: Uh, I mean, I think he's a replacement-level quarterback, but...
2: Geno Smith
1: type, is, 2023? I'm just kidding. But is it, it... The Cardinals are better than we thought? Or the more likely answer, are the Commanders worse than we thought? Um, yeah. We'll see.
2: Um, Jaguars beat the Colts 31-21. Um, the Colts look good Calvin now. Ridley didn't look bad at all, man. He mm-hmm. could probably you know, vouch for me there just because he's on your fantasy team. And I tried to pry him from you, but you just wouldn't give him up. Wasn't that? Shout out to, Oh, by the way, um, I I know we announced this as well, but Steven, our social media manager, shout out to him for the, you know, commissioner job that he's been doing recently in our fantasy league and improving these trades a little bit quicker for us so that our lineups are a little bit different before Thursday. Absolute. Awesome job from him. I I Um, guess since we're
1: here, by the way, I, uh, I got Nick Chubb from Ryan. He got the, the meat and potatoes. Was I got Nick Chubb? He 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 got CD Lamb. I picked up CD Lamb from a trade prior to that. Like I owned CD Lamb for like maybe five minutes, and then I flipped CD yeah. C. Lamb for Nick Chubb. Um, so I'm happy so that with it. happened as well. So I, I, that's. Fun wheeling and dealing this week for sure. Yeah,
2: I mean, I traded Romeo Dubs and Justice Hill for Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup. No, so, that, that was... <laughs> um, also in that deal that considered we considered a birthday um, present
1: from Wobbles.
2: Yeah. Um Also in that deal, I also received James Cook from Ben, and uh, he got Alexander Madison. So, um, just a couple of running back swaps there. Uh, 49ers beat the Steelers 30 to seven. Steelers looked horrible in that game. Um, I don't even same... think it was the
1: Steelers though. I yeah. think it was just like how good the Niners' defense looked. Like, yeah, we were saying the Niners' defense was really, really good last year. It's the Niners' defense this year might rival like the Bears' defense, and that might be like a sin to say on this podcast, knowing we have a lot of Chicago listeners. But, like, they were – like, that defense is just – it's terrifying.
2: Um, Saints beat the Titans 15 – or 16 to 15. Uh, Very good game there. Um, Raiders beat the uh, the Broncos 17 to 16 in another one-point game. Um, Eagles beat the Patriots 25 to 20. What are your thoughts on that one, man? Was Dude, that, that game
1: watch? was way closer than what it should have been. The Eagles went up 16-0 at the end at first, um, and then they had three straight four and outs. Um, it was a little rough. I just think it had a lot to do with this. Like not a single starter played in the preseason, so I just think it was like rust, mm. and then like because they looked really good in the th- uh, in the first quarter and the third quarter. But second and fourth, I just think they are probably a little bit worn out just because they didn't play at all. Um, um, and all I'm going to say now is I'm not willing to to crucify our OC yet and Brian Johnson for his play calling, but there's definitely a difference between him and Shane Steichen. So we'll, we'll see how that, that changes throughout good the
2: good season. <laughs> um, oh, Jalen Carter
1: killed it, by the way. Like, huge I'll have debut. to talk – What?
2: Huge debut. That was awesome.
1: Like like huge. I think like week like six or seven, if I remember, we'll have to do a little bit of like rookie rookie update for offensive, defensive, rookie of the year. But that's like five weeks from now. Lord knows I'll probably forget by then. But yeah, no, dude, dude absolutely killed it. He had like eight pressures, which is like the most by any defensive tackle like in the history for their first game. A sack. He just he looked really good. So
2: Rams beat the Seahawks 30-13. to uh, Crazy right there. Unexpected. Yeah. Um, Dolphins beat the Chargers 36-34. That, that's like game of the that week right was, there to me.
1: Ugh, that game was
2: um, great. 38-20, Bears lost to the Packers. Um, I'll get back to that here in just a few minutes. Um, Cowboys beat the Brakes off the Giants. And then the Jets, despite no Aaron Rodgers after the first drive, still beat... The Bills twenty-two to sixteen, and Zach Wilson came out slinging the ball one forty or fourteen for twenty-one one forty a touchdown and interception. Not bad in his return. Um This is his team now, but
1: anyways. Yeah. I guess we didn't we hadn't quite gotten to it at that point. But I mean, I'm sure if you guys are listening to this, you guys know at this point that Aaron Rodgers uh, popped his Achilles, so he is out for the season. So,
2: yeah, so um,
1: I want to talk about the Bears
2: just a little bit um, just because it's probably going to be super entertaining for maybe 10 minutes or so. <laughs> I don't want to go over. Um, so anyways, um, yeah, because we advertised for it this, this week. Um, I said that Justin Fields is not the problem. I'm not saying that he is the main problem by any means. He's still a problem in a sense to where um, he needs to trust his receivers more downfield. Um, the playing, the play calling was horrible. Um, when you watch preseason ball and everything, seeing how they test the waters out and everything like that, he was throwing the ball more downfield. You saw that pass that DJ Moore that like broke off and got that 64. Or no, that was, that was still a screen pay. That was like the one screen play that worked. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, there was a lot of um, yards after the catch from DJ Moore in the preseason to where, um, you know, I believe he got like a first down in the preseason against the Bills and uh, was right over the middle and everything. He got hit and then he ran just a little bit more. Um, but, like, you're still seeing more and more downfield passes in the preseason just for it to amount to absolutely nothing in the regular season. Um, I still think that Fields is the guy as of week one and week two. Um, yeah, I would it's definitely so. not. It's definitely not all on him. Um, Bears Twitter overreacted a bunch um, following the loss just because everybody's emotions were just so up in the air. Um, people were saying tank for Caleb Williams and trade off fields after accepting his fifth year. Um, you know, fire everybody type thing. It was like, dude, it's one week. And I know that it's against the Packers and everything. And I know it's frustrating. Um, but dude, once they went down before the Darnell Mooney touchdown, I believe they were down by like 14 points or maybe 17 points or something like that. Um, I was like, this is this is over. Just at this point, um, you know, just give up, like chalk it up to a loss, try out a couple new things, and then from there, like it's it's done. Um, but his, I mean, Fields' stats on Sunday, I don't know if you were keeping track of it um now you know his his stats on sunday weren't horrible i know that he fumbled the ball and everything like that and he also so he he turned over the ball twice it was an interception that looked pretty bad um but it was also a fumble and you and i both have seen him make those strikes man those those down the field, in between, like, tight window passes in the preseason and in training camp and everything, and he he did force that ball, but he's made that throw before. Yeah, Um, I'm not even mad about it, honestly. The game was over. Like, it's not like it was a big moment to where he just gave it up. Um, My issue with it,
1: too, like, in terms of Bears' Twitter, I would say, and sorry for cutting you off there, like, there was so much emphasis on – like Justin Fields and the bad offensive play calling and so on and so forth. Um And I didn't see much about the defense. And I think that is like an issue that like no one – I've seen the occasional person talk about it, but like you – and props to Jordan Love. Was, Jordan Love absolutely killed it. Like I'm a Jordan Love supporter, and I have been since he went to college um, at yeah. Utah State. Like he was my guy coming out of the draft. But the fact that you guys let him – for all intents and purposes, absolutely tear up your defense is just shocking. Like, I don't did know you how you guys let some dude who has never started, well, like started two games in his career, step in dude. and do that. And I think the defense, I don't want to say it was supposed to be what you like hung your hat on this year, but you guys mm-hmm. went out and you guys paid big money for linebackers. You guys had a tandem of safeties that you guys thought were going to be really, really good. You guys have a really good corner another one you just drafted in the second round this year, and then another one you drafted in the second round last year. And guys that you invested in on, like, D-tackle this year. And it just – the defense was what you were supposed to hang your hat on. And for them to let Jordan Love come in here, at, like, for his actual, like, first start was just yeah. a little bit shocking. And I feel like there wasn't enough people talking about that specifically. Let me just – let me just
2: break. Because did you watch this game or did you – like were you watching this one i know that the Eagles were the eagles on at the same time yeah
1: the eagles were on at the same time i was bouncing back and forth between the two i games. was gonna I mean, say obviously so we're talking about the eagles game but
2: so let me just break this down really quick so the <laughs> romeo dubs eight yard pass was like wide open for no reason yeah. eddie jackson played like trash and i'll give that to him great read by jordan love um and then let's see the next one was an aaron jones one yard run um, and then there was an Aaron Jones 35-yard pass. And, like, it's not like it was a bunch of air yards. It was literally just like. pass
1: was why He just it took was it a, and ran.
2: It was him working his magic. So it's not even air yards there. So, I mean, if you want to criticize Fields so much for air yards, air yards, air yards, Jordan Love would have been 14 for 26 and 210 yards and two touchdowns without that Aaron Jones touchdown. Okay? That's great. That's fine. It happened. It's fine. Uh, Romeo Dubs four-yard pass from Jordan Love. That was just, I mean, at this point, man, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, ultimately, dude, this I- as much as I I know that the stats tell the story in, in a very limited amount, this was not the Jordan Love show. Everybody is wrong here. Like, as much as, I mean, dude, I, I, I promise you. I don't think back. it was
1: a Jordan Love show. I agree. I don't think it was a Jordan Love show. No, but I think everybody, it was the Bears being. Bears disaster on defense show no that's that's fine
2: i'll chalk that up i'm just saying aaron jones all together right 127 yards on nine carries and two catches and two touchdowns like aaron jones it was the aaron jones show it wasn't jordan love it was aaron jones and the most and, and i'll just dive into a little bit more right um so because my my field points were were done um I was going to touch on the defense. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, I'm well, gonna, can't I'll wait. touch on a couple <laughs> things. Okay, I, I could say two more things about the offense and then I'm done. So okay. Claypool, uh, thanks for absolutely freaking nothing, bud. Okay. Yeah, dude. Um, you, um. yeah. Where, where was all this off season hype of? Oh, well, I'm, I'm training off camera. Blah blah. Dude, you did nothing, and you might get benched this week for Equinemia Saint Brown. Like that shows you something. Um, also, I'm wearing the uh, DJ Moore jersey that my girlfriend got me that has the number two on it for the two targets he had all game. You trade for this guy in the number one overall pick and you target him twice in one game. That's stupid, man. That's stupid. He's your wide receiver one. Target him more and be more confident in your receivers. That's Justin Fields' problem. He holds the ball too long in his in the pocket. He doesn't read it as fast as he wanted, and, and he's not throwing the 50-50 ball.
1: He's got and receivers that like
2: go up and grab it. And in the press conference today, Fields acknowledged this and said, like, I got to be more aware of that. I got to get the ball out a little bit quicker, and I have to let the 50-50 ball just happen because it's either going to be an incompletion, it's either going to be a pass interference, or it, my receiver's going to come up with it. He's just, you know, it's that simple. So you go into that and and you're like, okay, that's great. That's a great idea. However, you had $92 million in the off season and your offensive line produced like the last place offensive line in the league still. Nate Davis, despite the fact that, oh no, wait a minute. He didn't show up to practice during the off season. I was going to say he He didn't didn't practice all in the off season. It was awful. And he's over here. I watched an hour long YouTube video From um, your, what is it, QB, QB school or whatever it is, yeah, um, just for Justin Fields. And that offensive line is horrible. Cole Komet had a horrible game. Blocking, his route running was horrible. Um, It was just altogether a messy game from the offensive side. And that's why they're getting so scrutinized because of it. Now, we look at the defensive side of the ball. Like I said, you had $92 million and you invested a lot of draft capital in that defensive line, all for it to amount to absolutely nothing. You had no no pressures whatsoever for just Jordan Love to make that debut and everything that he did, to go out and absolutely, like, I mean, did he? The thing is, it was a good first game. I'll, I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. It was not, like, you know, the media is portraying like, Oh my God, Jordan love is the next great Packers quarterback, blah, blah. Easy. Okay. Listen, I'm not saying that just because I'm a bears fan. I'm saying that because of analyzing this. Cause if I had, I I promise you during that entire game, I was not scared of Jordan love. I was scared of Aaron Jones. And the second that Aaron Jones went out was when everything started to be like, okay, this is fine. And then, jordan or justin fields threw a pick six and then it was done um here's the thing though you you know you talk about this the secondary that was was supposed to be better right tyreek stevenson played okay um but he also got an unsportsmanlike warning that almost got him ejected early on Um, eddie jackson you're supposed to be a captain and you played like crap um you are the crapton now and as far as this podcast goes um, you know, Jaquan Brisker, like, not really quite sure as of what he did. The only guy that showed up on defense was Tremaine Edmonds, and he's your linebacker, even though he's supposed to take charge in this defense. He didn't, he, that's not his job, is to be the absolute surveyor. He needs more support. That's why there's 11 men on the field. Your Pat, okay. Now, uh, Yannick did okay, he had a sack on the day. That's good, right? That's hey, cool.
1: TJ, TJ led the team. Team in, in tackles
2: good for him man but i didn't 14, notice that 14 unless tackles you know, man he, I'm just he saying, almost that's, that's doubled remains so saying. so our linebackers are cool you, you yes. invested that money that you could have spent on roquan into some linebackers that are competent that's awesome but where's yeah. the rest of your defense you have no pass rush you have that's no run uh run stop i mean there's nothing there and chris jones just signed his deal. So that's off the table, if you even contemplated that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, um, it's, it's, it's just sloppiness, and it needs tidied up. And here's the thing, and I will end this right here on this comment. Luke Getze, if you don't get your crap together against Tampa Bay, the season's over. It's that simple. Matt Eberfries, wow. if you don't get your, the, the defense figured out your little hits or hits principle that was supposed to be so good. If you don't figure that out with your new defense, you're done. I'm done. I'm, I'm so fed up with it. I understand it's a second year. I want him out. I don't care because that's the culture that you instill on your team. We're going to bring in these guys. We're going to be great. It's going to be okay. We're going to ch- take the defense or the division. And what does he do with it? He turns it into a 38 to 20 loss. Like, congratulations buddy your your team's garbage like not really too much else to really break down there the only part that kept me optimistic about it is knowing that dj Moore only had two targets and it's like there's only up from there the man should have had like easily seven eight maybe nine targets on the day and he had two like if you're a wide receiver one in the nfl and at that caliber of dj Moore, you should have more than two targets Dude's a thousand yard receiver like every single year, and you're not going to give it to him. Darnell Moore or Darnell Moore, uh Darnell Mooney had more targets and catches than he did. Okay, that's concerning. Like, he's your wide receiver too. I understand. Like, if you're gonna separate it, that's fine. Um, I lied. The only other thing that was keeping me optimistic was the fact that Darnell Wright didn't play bad in his debut. I was very happy about that. Um, he did allow a couple pressures that made me upset in the moment, but after further analyzation, um, I, I was pretty happy about that. And yeah. Um, yeah, cause I was like, I was yelling at my dad for some reason, like he did something wrong. I was like, I was like, we just, we gave up Jalen Carter for this bum. Jalen Carter's like doing amazing things right now. And we gave him up for this. And so, I mean, that's, that's what he's got to live up to, unfortunately, but that's just, that's, that's it. I don't think fields is the problem. I think he's just got to learn how to trust some receivers because last year, who did he have to trust? Like, you know what I mean? Mooney was out. Claypool was just garbage. I'm Let's move on. Um, that's, yeah, so
1: no, my – well, one last thing. Again, that that's why only, like, you touched on everything. Again, the defense concerned me. The play calling was but, And then the Darnell yeah. Mooney thing. Again, your wide receiver one, unless you play within an offense that has, like, two wide receiver ones, like A.J. or Devontae or, like, I don't want to say wide receiver one, but like a T Higgins and Jamar Chase, unless you play in an offense as like two really good elite wide receivers, there is no reason your wide receiver one should only be seeing two targets a game. Um, yeah. Like you said, Justin Fields doesn't, Yeah, you know, I would not say this is his fault, but he does need to figure a little bit of things out.
2: That's, that's my point. And, um, is as much as I am biased on this podcast. Obviously, we've spent about <clears throat> like 15 minutes on this. Um I wanted to keep it as straight as possible with everybody yep. um just because of it, you know. Um but anyways, yeah, let's go ahead and move on.
0: Ryan and Ben bring you weekly news.
2: So, we're just going to kind of zoom past this a little bit just because we do have a little bit more to get to. Um, Aaron Rodgers and J.K. Dobbins both suffer a torn Achilles in week one. Ben, if I forget about literally anything, please let me know. I just I didn't really want to put down every injury. Um, You're good. Lael Collins got cut by the Bengals after being on the PUP list. Um, then Chris Jones signed a new one-year deal with the Chiefs to end the holdout. And then Travis Kelsey also returned to practice as well in full capacity. Um, that's really it, but there's one little tidbit that I learned today that's really, really cool, and I wanted to share this with you just because of our Gridiron Goof segment that we haven't done in a while. Um, when the Jaguars play the Falcons on London on October 1st, an alternate broadcast... Have you heard of this, by the way? Uh, um,
1: the Toy Story stuff?
2: Yeah, the alternate yes. broadcast on Disney Plus and ESPN Plus will be fully animated in real-time Toy Story-themed. Um, I'm going to tune into that, man. I think that's really I cool. I will fun. wake up early for that. Yeah. Animated in real time, dude. That's that's awesome. Is there anything else news wise that you want to touch on? I know some of your Eagles are hurt, but like nothing really too massive, you know. Uh, DeAndre no. Swift getting some touches today or this week.
1: Uh, I hope so. Cause, well, I don't <laughs> hope Kenny Gainwell's hurt, but I hope DeAndre Swift does with Kenny Gainwell not playing. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
2: uh. do we. Do we consider Kareem Hunt in that offense because he's a free agent? Signed to a minimum
1: deal. Yeah. No, no. The Eagles have way too many uh, running backs. I think, I don't want to say sneaky at this point, but I think a fun Mm -hmm. place to see Kareem Hunt go would be the Ravens.
2: Yes. Yeah. Which would let me win that trade even more. Anyways. um, All right. I got some stuff cooking up for us. Let's move on.
0: They say winning isn't everything. And that may be true in some cases, but right now let's make some money. It's time for pigskin payout.
2: Let's go. So last week we went two for five, um, just because the Steelers disappointed us. And I had two of them there. And, um, I think that if Aaron Rodgers was healthy, um, he, he would have, we would have hit that 46 and a half total points, um, thing, but fortunately yeah. that did not happen. Um, instead i've got i've got a lot of stuff and really like i said i'm not diving in too much for each game just because it's only wednesday as we're recording this and there's not really a lot out for each game until about game day um so right now i'm just looking at face value and everything um and i want you to tell me what you
1: think so yeah um, again this is your money do with it what you want
2: yes um, oh, yes. I'll, yeah, we are not responsible whatsoever for your losses or anything like that. Please gamble responsibly is what he means. Um, anyways, so uh, under 49 total points Vikings versus Eagles on Thursday Night Football.
1: On um, 49? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I like that one. The Eagles' offense was kind of disappointing, and I would hope to think the Eagles' defense is better than the Bucks. So. I, I think something. you're going to sweat that one out a little bit because last year, I'm pretty sure it went over that. But mm-hmm. I, I I think it could hit for sure.
2: Over 40.5 total points, Bears versus Buccaneers. <laughs> um. Bears still put I, up 20 points against that Packers defense despite I, the fact I, that their offense sucked.
1: I would stay away from that, but um, I'm not a big fan of that one personally
2: over 45 and a half chargers versus titans
1: over 45 chargers i like that because the chargers offense but the titans offense uh it was kind of really but so you're banking on like you're really banking on the sealers or the chargers to have like a field day within this offense to score like 30 points which they totally could Um, I want that to be known like the Chargers could absolutely have a field day so it's definitely possible but
2: Seahawks plus five and a half at Lions
1: oh I need you to go away with that I was going to talk about that later but yes (laughs) I like that
2: yes (laughs) Giants minus five and a half um, and they are taking on the
1: Cardinals I think this would be a good time to, I don't want to say buy low on the Giants because the Giants played like butt, so everyone's a little bit scared to bet on them. And I think the Cardinals shocked everyone a little bit. So that line is probably the best you're going to get it at. But yeah. um, the Giants still scared me a little bit. They, I they, like they that.
2: the Falcons. I think their run game is going to take off this week. I hope so, because um, it
1: was not good last week at all.
2: Nonexistent. Cowboys minus nine and a half against the Jets.
1: Yeah, I like that one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. That'll do it for that. We will check back in. Obviously, two out of five is not the greatest start, so... I felt like these were the ones that really caught my eye that I was like, I really feel good about this one. The only one after thinking about it again, that I'm kind of iffy about is the chargers versus Titans over 45 and a half total points, because it looks like the Titans are going to be running the ball a little bit more. Um, But who knows? Maybe those 50, 50 balls will come up in um, Deandre Hopkins' favor.
1: I will say, I think obviously not this week because it's already gone. I think it'd be fun for you to start throwing like player props in there as well.
2: I would like to. Yeah. Like I said, it's a little tricky just because they don't really come out until later on in the week, but I yeah. might be able to put something together on a week-to-week basis for Thursday night football. Uh for those of you that you know listen in and want to do that. So um anyways, let's go ahead and move on to the next one.
0: Just when you thought it was safe to play the underdog, we put you on upset alert.
2: All right, so upset alert. Um, I've got three games. How many you got?
1: I have a lot of games I want to talk about, but not a lot of like ones I would consider to be like an upset. I think I only mm-hmm. have
0: three.
2: I have I Ravens have at Bengals. <laughs> okay. um, Ravens upsetting the Bengals there. Uh 49ers at Rams. Rams upsetting the 49ers there.
1: Wow, that one um, is steaming.
2: See, this is the thing. I'm not gonna, I'm probably not gonna pick them to win just because I want to win this week. Um, but yeah. uh, I think that it could happen. And then Dolphins yeah. at Patriots. Um, I think the Patriots might be able to pull it off after their tough start against the Eagles. I think that's interesting. Okay,
1: something so, to watch. So, okay, so we're so we're on the same page on a, a little bit there. Um, I have the Seahawks over the Lions. Uh, I think the Lions um, are riding pretty high. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, Patrick Holmes without his best weapon um, and without his best offensive weapon and without the best defensive weapon and with some, what, like, a couple, like, plays like that went the other way, they absolutely should have won that. So I think uh, I'm still a little worried about the Lions and I think the Seahawks are looking about to back. So that is a game I do have the upset actually happening. I have the Seahawks winning. Um, I'm, I'm going to say the Buccaneers, but I, I, I don't know. That's one of the games that could win either way. Um, so we're just going to glide past that one. Me and you were on the same page with the Pats and Dolphins. Um, I'm not going to have the Pats win, um, but I definitely think they absolutely could because they gave that Eagles offense probably more struggle than what they should have um the next one is sealers versus browns that's the third one uh that's the second one that i have like the underdog actually winning in um i think the sealers are looking to have a bounce back game and quite honestly if the browns were playing any other team than a buns joe burrow they absolutely would have lost because they did not look too good themselves on offense um Uh, The Jags beating the Chiefs, which that one is still pretty hot, and that one I do have like the Jags actually winning. Um, And then the the last one, which I said we'll get into a little bit later, earlier in the podcast, um, again, I don't have the Vikings winning, but I absolutely could see the Vikings winning. Um, The Eagles defense didn't look too good, um, and I think the Vikings offense is better than what the Patriots offense – I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, better than what the Patriots offense is, Um, and it's Thursday night. They're coming off a game where a couple of their guys are injured. Uh, Jay Jetta came out saying, you know, like there's a lot of tension in the locker room after what happened last year. Uh, The Eagles won. Um, It's just one of those games that I could absolutely see see the Vikings win and the Eagles kind of choking it because the Eagles don't quite look like that same team that we saw last year.
2: Interesting. All right. Uh let's go ahead and get started and uh, you know, predict these games here.
0: You think you know football? Well prove it. This is Pigskin Pick 'em.
2: All right. So um this week, Ben, you beat me because the only game that we disagreed on was the Bears and Packers one. Those stupid Packers. Uh you're nine and six on the season, I'm eight and seven. Um starting off
1: Vikings at Eagles. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to have the Eagles winning this one. Uh, but like I said, I'm not too confident as I would have hoped to be. But it's funny because I said the same thing last year, and the Eagles absolutely murked them. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm going to have the Eagles win uh, 26 to 21.
2: I have Eagles 31 to 20. Um Wow. I think the Eagles' defense is going to have a big day here against Kirk Cousins. I um, sure
1: hope so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> me too, because Tom Gorski, I don't know if you've seen me add him on Twitter or not, like, but he's like a All very. Tech. We've had him on the on the show. I'm yes. stupid. Um, very annoying uh, Vikings fan, and I just want to rub, know. rub it in is his Marcus face. Marcus
1: Davenport, uh, How did he do week one? Oh wait, he didn't.
2: Yeah, as expected, as well. Anyways, um. Starting off in the noon games, Ravens at Bengals. What do you think?
1: Uh, This makes me really happy to hear that we disagree already on this because I heard you mention them. I'm going to have the Bengals winning. I'm going to have the Bengals bounce back. Um, Again, this is just – it was unlike Burrow. Uh, And, again, correct me if I'm wrong, this is at the Bengals stadium. This is – yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to have the Bengals win this one, and it's going to be a complete opposite of what they looked like last week. I'm going to have them winning 35-25. to 25. All right.
2: I have the Ravens 24-21. Um, let's see. Seahawks 23-17 <laughs> is what I have for Seahawks and Lions. I just misread the, ne- the next line over. Uh, Seahawks at Lions, what do you think?
1: Uh, it's funny that you had your last scores at because I'm gonna have the Seahawks winning this one, twenty four to twenty one.
2: Okay, <laughs> I um, think
1: so far we've only agreed on the Eagles game.
2: Um, well, no, we both have the Seahawks winning, and then oh. we have the Eagles. So right now, the only one is, we've deferred on is the rating for the St. Bengals, Colts at Texans. <sighs> how much you have the Colts winning by?
1: Yeah, right, <laughs> right. The Colts looked way better than I thought they were gonna look um, until. Anthony Richardson, like, kind of went rogue. I don't know if you saw that. Like, he took off the armband and, like, threw it at the sideline and started kind of running what he wanted to run. And then he got put in concussion protocol.
2: Mm -hmm. uh, like by the way, he's a full participant in practice today. He'll be good.
1: Yeah. And to my point, though, like, even if he wasn't a go, I still would have had them winning because the go backs him up. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have the Colts uh... (laughs) – I'm gonna have the Colts win twenty-four
2: to seventeen. Um speaking of quarterbacks that ran their own plays, um, you know that Darno Mooney touchdown catch from, from Fields in the two-minute warning? Yeah. So the Bears, um Fields was talking about it today in a presser. Um the Bears in a two-minute drill are so like they they have faith in Fields to the point to where during a two-minute drill, they give fields the playbook and tell him like run what you want to run that was his place um that yeah. was what he wanted to run and it resulted in a score so um confirmed justin fields is a better oc than luke getsy anyways yeah. uh bears at buccaneers what do you think
1: i'm sorry buddy that's
2: fine that's i fine. talked
1: about it i talked about it a little bit already um the bucks won last week I definitely think the Bears could win, uh, but I am going to have the Bucks winning this one in a not-so-fun game. The score is not going to quite reflect it. It's going to be 21 to 17 Bucks, Uh, but the game is just not going to be fun. Like It's just going to be a barn burner. No one's going to want to watch it. It's going to be boring. You're going to come back and be like, what did we just watch? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, this is stupid, but I'll pick the Bears here because they're my team. Bears win 28-24. She's there you go. at Jaguars.
1: Yeah, uh, as I said in the upset alert um, like segment, I'm going to have the Jaguars win this one. It's going to be a close one, just like the Lions game was. I know that both their guys are back now, Chris Jones and uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, but the Jags just looked really – like the Jags, Jags looked good, um, and Patrick Holmes really needs another weapon outside of Travis Kelsey. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have the Jags win this one.
2: Uh, 28 to 26. All right. Um, Packers at Falcon. Oh, no, I have Chiefs winning 31-30. Um, okay.
1: Anyways, Packers at Falcons. I think this one was probably the toughest one for me to pick outside of a game we'll get down to a little bit later. Um, just because I could absolutely see Bijan having like a game where we're just like, yes, this is the game that we start to remember him as an offensive, like rookie of the year and whatnot. Hmm. So I'm, uh, I'm going to say the Packers. I hope Christian Watson is back this week. Um, so I'm going to say the Packers in this one, um, and I'm going to say, uh. <laughs> 28 to 21.
2: I have Packers 23 to 14. Um okay. Raiders at Bills.
1: Yeah, um, even though How Josh Allen looked like Buns throwing like three interceptions, I think this I think they'll gonna bounce back. Uh this one's pretty easy for me. This is gonna <laughs> this is gonna be twenty eight to ten bills.
2: All right. Um I have twenty seven to seventeen bills.
1: Um, okay. chargers
2: at Titans
1: uh like i said i have no confidence in the titans offense to move the ball at all um it just it's it's gonna be really rough i'm gonna have the chargers winning this one pretty handedly Uh, i'm gonna say 24 mm, 24 to 13 i have chargers the same exact score um 49ers at
2: rams
1: I'm much more confident in my pick when I say the Niners than what you are. Um, I think the Niners, like I said, have the best defense in the league, and I think the Rams were just fortunate to play the Seahawks with bad game. I still think the Rams do not have a good uh, like roster at all, uh, so I'm gonna have the Niners winning this one. And by the way, Purdy, I talked about how like I was worried about Purdy being a pumpkin, but Purdy looked yeah. like he just left off right where he was before. Like that Brandon Ayuk, his first touchdown catch. That was a thing of beauty, for sure. <laughs> that, was, that was great, for sure.
2: Yes. Um, uh, so, what's your yeah, I'm I'm
1: gonna have the Niners yeah. winning this one pretty easy. I'm gonna have them winning 31 to 10.
2: I have 31 17 Niners, um, Giants yeah. at Cardinals.
1: Um, like I said, this game might be a little bit closer than what people think, but but I, I do think the Giants are gonna have a bounce back game, and I think people are a little bit lower on them after playing that. Uh, just absolutely horrifying uh cowboys defense. So I'm gonna have them, I'm gonna have the Giants winning twenty-four
2: to 24 to what? I'm sorry. Thirteen. Okay. Um I have Giants eighteen to thirteen. Um Jets at Cowboys. Uh, I'm gonna have the Jets like
1: or I'm gonna have the Jets lose this one. I'm gonna have the Cowboys win this one. Uh, Like Just clearly, uh, (laughs) Zach Wilson isn't it. I mean, Zach Wilson might look better than what he did last year, but, again, Zach Wilson still just is not it here. Um, I'm going to have the Cowboys winning – what did they win last week? I'm going to say 35 to – 35 to 10. uh, um, And give me one second here, guys. I'm going to step away for like 10 seconds.
2: I have the Cowboys winning 28 to 16 – and that one, and then we have four games left. So I'm just going to go ahead and fill some time just by giving my predictions out. Um, oh, there he is. Okay, never mind. We are back here. Commanders at Broncos. Um, I'll start us off because Ben's still muted. Um, Broncos 27 to 17 is what I have. Ben, welcome back. Uh, I think.
1: <laughs> yes. Like I said, uh, it was a question of whether or not the Cardinals good or the Commanders bad. I think it's far more likely the commanders are bad. Uh While Russell Wilson didn't have a killer game, he looked better than what he did pretty much all of last year. So I'm going to have the Broncos winning this one 27 to 21.
2: All right. I have 27, 17 Broncos. Um Now to Sunday night football, Dolphins at Patriots.
1: Uh, Dolphins. Uh, yeah. No, that was an absolute shootout last week. Tyreek Hill had like, Tyreek Hill had an amazing game. Uh Having one of my fantasy leagues absolutely helped me. I don't know where I would have been without him because my quarterbacks don't give up.
2: He carried like, me this week in my oh in my keeper gosh. league. I have
1: Lamar. Lamar had like six points. He just
2: 215 don't know yards, two touchdowns, eleven yeah. catches in a league, <laughs> exactly. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, Um, I will have the Dolphins winning. Um 28
2: to 24. I have 34 to 23. Um dolphins obviously. Saints yeah, at yeah. Panthers Monday night football.
1: Like I said, um that Packers game was really rough, but then I said there was another game down the slate here. This was the other one. Uh this division's just like a dog fight like they are just like you never know who's going to come out on top here. Um uh, this one's just really hard for me to pick. Uh, I I settled with the Saints just because the Panthers have a rookie quarterback. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Bryce Young just like pops off for Hold some down. reason. Because again, this division is just this division, and then the NFC or AFC North, um, the the Brown Steelers division, whatever that is. Like these two divisions are just absolute dog fights. You can never know what happens in these. But I am gonna have the Steelers winning. A or uh, the not Steelers, winning. I'm gonna have the Saints winning in a very, very close one 21 to 17.
2: I have 26 to 17 Saints, um, okay. Browns at Steelers.
1: Um, I slipped up, uh, rating off my script, as <laughs> you guys probably picked up, but I do have the Steelers winning. <laughs> um, I, I just again, I'm not quite there. on Deshad, um, again, we're gonna have to start having a conversation of. Um, what kind of quarterback he's going to be. Steelers are looking to bounce back. I'm going to the Steelers win 24 to 24 to, to 17. I
2: have 23-21 Browns. So that'll okay. do it for that. So how many – what
1: did we differ on? Three?
2: We differed Two. on Browns and Steelers. Um, let's see here. Chiefs and Jaguars, Bears and Buccaneers. Um, Ravens and Bengals, so four, four. Okay, a little bit of variety, a little bit of spice in your life. Sprinkle it in there. Um, I was just thinking while you were gone. Um, it might be fun. Like, if I have an extra five dollars a week, I might like throw it in a parlay for like my early like noon games and just see like if I could get all of them correct. Because there have been weeks to where we've gotten them correct. Yeah, and like undefeated throughout that so like let's say ravens win seahawks win colts win bears win chiefs win packers win bills win chargers win that doesn't seem too far-fetched um you know and and so if we were to do that you know i just for fun you know as an extension of uh pigskin payout let's i'm i'm gonna build this in current time um numbers right i
1: will and let you build that if you want to move on to the, the next segment because that's mainly me
0: um and then, and then we'll come you back and cut it. me off
1: when it when it's built
2: all right no problem let's get into it
0: pro football isn't the only game in town let's take a stroll to ben's college corner
2: nice all you buddy
1: Hi,
0: guys. <laughs>
1: uh, hello again.
0: <laughs> hello again.
1: Getting nice and intimate in this segment. Um, Absolutely. Now, again, college football for the most part, um, the first few weeks are always pretty just like there's not much going on and whatnot. Uh, the one game that I told you guys to focus on last week was the Texas versus Alabama game. Uh, Texas came out victorious, which probably already means Alabama is knocked out of the playoffs unless they pull out some, you know, something crazy happens or or Georgia loses and Alabama ends up winning the SEC chip or something. Um, but Texas right now looks like a very, very like like tough team. And there's a, at least a solid chance that they might make the college football um, playoffs. Uh, the other team that I just will continue just pumping your guys' brains full of is, is Florida State content. Um, Florida state Just, I mean, again, they haven't, they haven't played. You're good.
2: Um, this is (laughs) eight pick parlay for my picks. Okay. Um, $5 would pay out $905 and 55 cents. Yeah, dude, it's insane. Um, and then with yours, um, so the the main thing I don't think that yours is going to be as much just because I had a couple. Actually, you know what? Yours might actually be pretty decent. Um, you had the Seahawks as well. Yours would pay out. So let's say five bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Seven hundred and forty-six dollars and twenty cents. And I have a no sweat bet, so I'm going to do it. But anyway, continue. I'm sorry. mine. Right <laughs> yours. I'm going to do mine.
1: I was going to say I was like uh just for fun. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, might throw the Eagles yeah. in
2: there just cuz I think that that's the thing. But anyways, continue.
1: Fair enough. Uh fair enough. Um no, but I'm going to continue pumping your guys' brains full of Florida state football. Um, they continue to impress um like again, they have this week they only play I think it was like Southern Miss uh, so it wasn't anything crazy, but they absolutely whooped on Southern Mist like the way you would hope a team like this would. They end up winning like 66 to 10 or something. Um, and really outside of this game next week, which we'll get to in a little bit, I don't really see a loss on their schedule, like at all. So we're, we're really pulling for the Noles here. Um, and that, that segue is nice into the games that I want to talk about. Um, as far as this week um, – There's going to be the Florida versus Boston College. This game normally would not be a game that I would throw on here because I'm pretty confident Florida State is going to win this one. Uh, Boston College just has not looked good. But this is BC's red bandana game. Uh, For those who don't know what that is, I'm going to look this up for you guys. Um, As most of you guys know, um, this past week, um, what was, was September 11th. Um, and there's this big story about, uh, how there was this guy running in and out of one of the towers, uh, wearing a red bandana. Um, and, uh, he saved like 17, like he, he saved like a lot of people. Um, so now Boston college has this, um, uh, like this red bandana print on one of their jerseys. And they seem to absolutely like every single time they wear the red bandana um, jerseys, they just whoop on teams. So I'm a little bit concerned for that. Here is a picture for those who have not seen the red bandana um, jerseys. I think these are some of the most cleanest jerseys in like all of college football. Um, just Ooh. absolutely stellar jerseys. I think they are. So I think good. They're, Yes, very, very good. Um, So that that is why I I had this game on here, Um, and it's always, like, it's good. Um, And then the next one I have is South Carolina versus Georgia. Of course, I don't have Georgia winning it. Georgia's number one team in the country and whatnot. Uh, But South Carolina is always going to be a team I think you should at least be worried about a little bit uh, because they do have a good quarterback. Um, And I think this game is going to be a little bit closer than what people are predicting it to be. Um and then college game day this week is actually be Colorado versus Colorado State. I'm gonna be quite frank with you guys. I have no clue why this is college game day. Colorado is gonna absolutely whoop up on college uh, Colorado State. Um, I think they should have waited like two more weeks for Colorado to play USC. That would have been a great game day. Um, Shadur Sanders have j- has just been on an absolute terror. Like Shadur Sanders. Looks like one of the best quarterbacks in all of college football right now. Um, and then for the last game to watch, speaking of best college football quarterbacks right now is going to be Washington versus Michigan state. There's some news about Michigan state, which I'll get to in just a second. Um, but Michael Penix has been again on absolute tear. Dude looks like better than even what he looked like in his breakout year. When he played here at IU um, like dude, dude, might be playing himself into being a day one conversation or like a day one pick at quarterback here this upcoming draft. And then, as far as the news here in Michigan State, uh, Michigan State fired their head coach, Mel Tucker, um, for reasons that I don't feel comfortable talking about on this podcast. Um, if Google you guys want to look it up, yeah, Google exists. If you guys want to look it up, um, just like look it up. There's some. Um, Gripes I have with it. Again, I'm not going to quite say why he got fired, uh, but the Michigan State program bugs me a little bit uh, with that because um, the reason he got fired or the allegations as to why he got fired have been like going on for like three or four months now. But then as soon as like ESPN broke it, is when they decided to make the fire. Uh, As soon as like it was made public, that's when Michigan State's like, oh, maybe we should fire him. So it bugs me a little bit that it took that for the news to get out for them for Michigan State to fire them. I think if you were going to fire someone for this, as they should, by the way, you should have just fired him when stuff happened. So it is annoying that they waited until the public figured out, like, just do the right thing and fire him when you were supposed to fire him. Um, but yeah, no, nope, those are the games to uh, cover this week. And then, uh, as I said, next week is supposed to be the week when we're actually getting like really good games to watch, really good games that we're no longer, um, like, you know, that are easy picks and whatnot. So it starts to get fun next week. Um, So come back next week for College Corner, which I'll probably spend more than, like, five minutes on. uh, So come back for that.
2: All right.
0: It's time for America's favorite game, Weddle.
2: Let's get right into it, buddy. So I need something big here because you're up by – you you've officially won 30 times on the podcast.
1: Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. But anyways, um I almost played today too, yeah. not even thinking about it. Cause again, I was like sick. I didn't even go to class today. I was like sitting in bed. I'm like, what to do? And I was like, Weddle. <laughs> except for some reason I thought today was Thursday, but I'm like, no, we didn't do the podcast. Today's Wednesday. But,
2: I'll let you I'll let you go first. You want
1: AJ Brown? Yeah.
2: All right. Okay. So he's a twenty six year old. Yeah. Um,
1: In the NFC. Tall. Uh, High number. Probably tight end. Cool command.
2: I don't think. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think he was that no. old yet.
0: No.
1: Okay. Hold on.
2: Oh, it's got to be. I know. T-shirt. I know who it is. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Cool. All right, let's get her done Gosh, here.
1: You've brainwashed me enough that like I picked Cole Komet over TJ Hawkinson with your with your Bears. Unbelievable.
2: Wearing the orange jerseys this week, baby. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, I know. Dude, they okay. Side note really quick. Um, they wore Dude, they need navy. to
1: change is the center field changed. I wasn't paying no. attention to that. They need no. to change it.
2: I know. Um, So they at practice, the quarterbacks have to wear a different color jersey. And so last yeah. week they wore the orange jerseys at, at practice. Um, this week they did the Navy and they wore the orange helmets during practice. So Navy with orange helmets looks pretty good, but they had the white oh, pants yeah. and everything. And it looks so weird, yeah. but like yeah. it's pretty good. They need to pull out the polar bear and get the white helmet with the bear <laughs> logo on the side. That's what they think.
1: I said it before. I think the white is now getting so overdone at this point. And maybe that's just coming from like a team that has like worn a lot of white jerseys. I mean, we've never worn a white helmet, but like, I don't know. I think the white's overdone. But,
2: anyways, let's go. What do you want? AJ Brown first? Sure. Cool. All right. So that is the young player
1: in the NFC, probably on defense.
2: Um I don't think he's young, but okay, cool. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: he's young, but he's the number will not work out here. But give me Jaquan Brisker. No, sir. Okay. Um, I didn't realize you clumpers goes 24. That's wild. Let's see. Okay, so, uh, I mean, I know we're not supposed to help each other out here, but he's probably a linebacker.
2: Yeah. He's a young linebacker, too. He's a young linebacker. Uh,
1: it has to be either in the north. Um, Not north. It's right. not it's, not okay, NACs, so it's a linebacker.
2: Bro. You're right. My not bad.
1: North. Um, it's not in the north or east, so it's either in the south
2: or west. Or west?
1: Oh, wow, but yeah. Kobe D is only twenty-two. That's wild dude was a senior when we drafted. Besides the point. All right. Linebacker in the south or west. I know I can pull out a crazy poll here. I know it. Um he has to be twenty-three. I'm trying to think. Seahawks, no. Rams, no. I'm forgetting the fourth team in the NFC West. Oh, Lord. Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. Who's the fourth team? Oh, that's not electric at all. Not uh, electric. All right. We'll move on to the north or the south. Saints. all right this isn't this is no way this is who it's going to be because of age but give me Devin white now i'm just gonna try to figure out division gosh it is the nfc west and i don't know who that fourth team is i always forget about this fourth team seahawks niners cardinals who's the fourth team bro
2: man yeah.
1: <sighs> It's probably going to be someone on that fourth team, too, isn't
2: it? We have two more guesses total, so one each.
1: I'm going I'm to go insane because it's going to be someone on that fourth team. The Rams have someone young that they drafted, but I'm liking on his name. There's no one in the Cardinals. I think it could be just because of age. Um, Like the player I was thinking of was David Collins, but Zayvick Collins is too old. I think I think saving eh, Yeah, I think saving Collins is too old. Um, there's no one on the Seahawks who stands up too. Um, yeah, no, this fourth team is gonna drive me wild. Um, I guess I'll help you out here, even though I probably shouldn't. That's your turn. About a friend. I know. I know. Um, I'm gonna. I and I know it's an obvious team here too. Uh, I know it's not Zaven Collins. We'll do Zaven Collins. Okay, who's hmm. this magical fourth team I'm forgetting about in the West?
2: Uh Seahawks and um Rams. Then there's 49ers and Cardinals. Oh, so I wasn't you named forgetting them all. Anyone.
1: What the what? So I wasn't forgetting yeah. anyone. I'm just a little slow. Again, these are the two teams where I'm like, all right, pause. Pause, 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 pause. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try to help you out here. Um I'm almost certain there's someone on the. you looking of... it up right now. Um. Well, I'm. I'm gonna look up the roster, and I'm gonna see if I can help you out here.
2: Because he's an NFC West linebacker that's six foot two and twenty three years old.
1: And I will let you. Yeah, his know jersey number is
2: close shouldn't... to number fifty four.
1: I will let you know if it's someone
2: that you. Would... I think we're both tossing in the white flag here. So like, I, this is just strictly for fun. Because this is technically a Google search. So, like, if you could just give me hints here, I'm not going to take the point if I get it right. But, you know, be a
1: good Oh, Take here, it. I take guess. it. You're fine. Have I given you points for that? I feel like you have at some point, probably. Okay. Okay. Well, then fine. Uh, okay. I'll tell you if it's someone you're supposed to know. Because there's no one on the Rams that is ringing a bell for me that, like, Oh, no. Okay. Um, but I, I don't it. think you're going to know who it is. Maybe you'll know who it is. I completely forgot about this guy. That's wild. Um, what's, what's wait, cool how, tall he? Uh, he
2: how tall is he? Uh, he is six foot two.
1: Six foot two. Okay, so that's not who it is. I. Who did you think it was? Boye Mafe. Oh, okay. Um, it can't be
2: NFC yeah. West linebacker. That's six two. The number works for
1: Mafe, and the, I think the age works for Mafia is, the age doesn't work for Mafe, anyways. <sighs> Let me see. Who does he get drafted by? He, Seahawks? Yeah. Cool. Dude, there is not a single soul that like, actually, hold on. Do you want me to try it out? Yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not gonna know who it is.
2: Oh, we get ten guesses now. I just read the time. I think they changed that. I thought it yeah, was. Yeah,
1: it's always been eight and ten.
2: Okay, so it's a it's a, a Seahawk. He that wears number fifty three. It's, it's a Ram, yeah. So Ram linebacker that wears fifty That's no twenty three years old. Six foot two. Who is it? I don't know.
1: He went to South Carolina. He was drafted not in the past draft, but the draft before that. I probably wouldn't have even gotten it. I'm going to be honest. Who was it? Ernest Jones.
2: Oh, I've heard that name before.
1: Wouldn't have. Yeah, but it's not, have it's not who I would have thought. I'm not, I I'm not would have been like, oh, yeah, Ernest Jones. I wouldn't have. Never Ernest that. Jones. It sounds like a creepy
2: old guy around the corner name. Ernest, yeah, right. <laughs> Ernest Jones. Um, you have any closing statements before we close this guy out?
1: Um not, I mean go, go birds, um and whoop up on South Central, I guess. <laughs>
2: um yeah, I will not actually be there this week because Caitlin and I have a concert that we are going to on Friday in Indianapolis. Oh. It's gonna be lots of fun. Um, it's the Noah Khan concert. It's going to be great. Um, but anyways, I will report back and let you guys know on how the team did and how the concert was. Um, but anyways, thank you very much for listening to the Pigskin Project. Follow us on all of our socials right here. As always, if you have a suggestion for content or anything like that that you would like to hear, any questions about fantasy as well, uh, reach out to us. Um, we are more than happy to respond to anything that we have. Um, until then, we want to thank Spotify for Podcasters, Regional Radio Sports Network, and Uppercut Grooming for helping us grow as a podcast. And until next time, we will see you guys
0: later.